When you aspire to get on the path toward healing, personal growth and development, no one tells you about the messiness of outgrowing people, places and things. You know, we hear about the victories, but we don't see the trials and tribulations that lead to those victories. If you've ever tried to fit into a pair of jeans that were a size too small, you know just how uncomfortable that could be. And fellas, if you ever tried to put on a pair of sneakers or shoes that were one size too small, you get the picture. It's uncomfortable and it's just not a good fit. So we have to adjust. We have to go out and get clothing and shoes that fit us comfortably where we are. The same is true with our personal growth journey. We have to learn to let go of what no longer serves us so that we can call in what is meant for us in the new evolved chapter in our lives. Today's episode, we are discussing how to let go of what no longer serves us. Before we get into that, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. Why is it so hard to let go of what no longer serves us? You know, change is difficult. We are typically creatures of habit. Did you know that 46.9% of your brain's activity is done on autopilot? So when you're driving to work, you're driving there on autopilot. Like you're not thinking about it because it's a habit. It's habitual, you know, which means that we get set in our routines and we unconsciously get things done out of habit. It helps our brains operate more efficiently by, you know, having a routine that we just kind of coast through. However, when we begin to transform, we're swimming against the current. We're swimming against our old habits by trying to create new habits, which makes our brain work a little bit harder. And that is when the battle of our thoughts and emotions start to surface, right? Because our brain doesn't have any data on this new and uncertain way of doing things. But it does have data on our comfort zone, on the old things, the old persons, the old relationships, the old places, the old habits, the old mindsets. You know, so new is outside of our comfort zone. Our brain labels those new things that are outside our comfort zone as dangerous. And that is where fear, self-doubt comes in and it tries to convince us to abort mission. You know what? Let's abandon this new course. It's just too hard. It's requiring too much work. And let's go back to our comfort zone. That was easy. We could do that on autopilot. We don't need to, you know, tax the system too much. However, the comfort zone is no longer comfortable. It's like those tight pair of jeans or those tight shoes. Like it's uncomfortable to move forward and it's uncomfortable to stay. So we're kind of like forced to move. And so that 
is the next level because we are in so much discomfort, we have to move. And so we moved into that next level, but now we brought in all this old stuff. We brought in this old stuff like security blankets, like, okay, I'm going to this next level, but I'm going to still bring in all those things that kept me comfortable. So it's not as traumatic. So it's not going to shock my system too much, right? It makes us feel safe. You know, those things that we're attached to, this could be a mindset, this could be our values, this could be our thoughts, people, relationships, places, old habits, and more. When you bring in something old with you to the new stage, it makes it hard for you to completely embrace the new, right? Because you are bringing these old habits, these old relationships, and, you know, conflict arises. Think about when you upgrade to a new software program. Let's say you upgrade to a new phone uh, with a new system on it. You have to completely migrate over and deal with the discomfort of that learning curve of that new software, figuring it out. Sometimes you press the wrong buttons and things of that nature before you can reap the benefits, before you settle into a new habit, before you get comfortable with this new software. You know, the same principle applies to our healing journey. You have to completely let go of the burdens of the things that no longer serve you so that you can reap the benefits of this new up level of your life, this new journey, this new chapter. So if you've been working on managing your anger, for example, it may not be a good idea to hang around people who like confrontation, who like getting into fights, who like to stir things up, who like to provoke you, right? If you've been working on being more confident, you may need to leave the people behind who see your newfound confidence as a threat. These are insecure people. And now that you're confident, they want to knock you down a nudge, you know, humble you. They see your new confidence as threatening. So they want you to go back to being less confident. If you want to work on your abundant mindset, you may have to leave people and relationships behind who operate in that lack mindset because they will not be supportive and will only plant seeds of doubt and discord. You know, it's a really tough task to let go of what no longer serves us. If this wasn't already a tough task, you can count on your exterior world to shed light on the internal battle that's already going on within you, right? So let me know if this sounds familiar. Some relationships might reflect back to you what's already going on in you on the inside, right? So, oh, you think you're better than us because you've moved out into a better neighborhood or you've moved out of the hood and into the suburbs or you think you're better than us because you got a college degree. You think we don't know anything. You think you're better than us because you got a good job and you can afford this and you go on vacation and that. Or don't forget where you came from. Don't forget who was there for you from day one. I wish we can go back to how things used to be between us or remember when and you can insert any low vibrating or embarrassing thing here, right? People will remind you of who you used to be. If you're trying to make these changes, like don't get too ahead of yourself. Don't think you're all that because I remember when I remember when you used to do this. I remember when you used to do that. So we have to ask ourselves, why do we cling to what? is not serving us so tightly. Well, there are three major reasons we cling to 
the things that are no longer serving us when we're on our healing journey. Number one is protection. We want to prevent any type of hurt or a fall. It's like a safety net. It's a way to protect us from the unknown. So we bring these things in to protect us because of fear. We don't know if this new thing is going to work out. We don't know if this new mindset is going to work out. So we just need this as a safety net. We just need to hold on to certain things to fall back on. Number two is fear of unknown. You know, moving on or moving into an uncertain space or evolving requires a level of fearlessness. It requires a level of courage, right? And, you know, sometimes we, again, like the protection, we have a fear that it may not work out. We have a fear that we're not cut out for the new task. We have a fear that somehow we won't measure up. So that's another reason we will cling to things that no longer serve us. The other is emotional attachment. You know, we may hold on to past events, experiences, memories, because we have a strong emotional attachment. Maybe this is something that we've identified ourselves with, you know, whether it's family values, whether it's thinking a certain way, whether it's being loyal to where we came from, maybe it's being loyal to the people around us. And now we feel guilty because we've ascended and they're still struggling. But it's an emotional attachment of some sort that we typically hold on to that keeps us really grasping at the things that no longer serve us. So I've come up with eight steps to help us start the journey of letting go of what no longer serves us. And this is, you know, something that you can start today. I mean, it does not happen all at once. This is a journey. So maybe taking one or two things and then the following year adding on to it, but be patient with yourself. All right, number one is do some introspection, do some self-reflection. What are the positive changes that you've made in your life? And why were those changes positive? Why did you need to make those changes? And what benefits did they yield you? Number two, identify anything that you deem is impeding your success in embracing these new changes. Whether it be some type of ambivalence, maybe you're happy about the positive changes that you've made, but they leave you feeling ambivalent. Maybe you feel a lack in some way. So identifying what that is, shed light on that. Number three, be intentional about releasing what no longer serves you. And that is pull back your energy, pull back your resources, pull back your time, pull back the attention and the amount of time you spend ruminating and obsessing over those things. So for example, let's say you have made a conscious effort to really start changing your mindset and the way you handle money. And you no longer will spend money on things that are not in alignment. And so a family member wants you to, you know, go out and spend money here. And you're like, no, I don't want to do that. So then they start to guilt you into those things. And then you spend time ruminating on your decision to say no. And 
you're thinking about that, you're arguing about that, you're, you know, so you're giving a lot of attention to it. So when you are intentional about what you give your attention and time to, you will set the boundary and then let it go. Let go of having to please someone else. Let go of the feeling of guilt. Let go of that feeling of disappointing someone else. Let go of caring about how that person feels. So really being intentional about you stepping into this new arena on all accords and not only setting the boundary, but also letting go of the mental anguish that comes along with setting those boundaries. Okay, so. Number four is hold yourself accountable. And that is, you know, you can hold yourself accountable to releasing, holding yourself accountable to um, staying focused, staying on track where you want to be in your life, the changes that you want to make by journaling, journaling your emotions behind that. You can also pray Pray to release those things. Pray to continuously be consistent and being compassionate. Always offer yourself that self-compassion because, you know, mistakes are going to happen on this journey of growth. You know, we're not always going to get it right. So being compassionate with yourself and making sure that you hold yourself accountable to being compassionate and to journaling or getting the results that you're looking for consistently. Number five is be present, spend time in the present moment, you know, not always focusing about the past or who you used to be or what you used to do, or even the future, who you're going to be, but really enjoying this time right now. What do you have to be grateful for? What are you excited about? What things are going right? What benefits have you gotten from whatever the positive changes that you've made? Number six is growth consistently work on constantly developing yourself developing new ways of thinking developing new ways of behaving new ways of appreciating where you've been what you've been through where you're going learning new things learning new skills so constantly being obsessed with personal growth that way you continue to evolve number seven is support find people who are like-minded, find your tribe, surround yourself with like-minded people who will inspire the changes you want to make in your life. And number eight is give back, be that person who inspires other people. So constantly moving forward, constantly giving back and helping the next person. All right. So in conclusion, growth is not easy. In fact, it is very difficult to pioneer a change and leave behind connections, thought patterns, values that we've been attached to for so long. That untethering process, that untethering of those things seem as if we're betraying ourselves because we were so attached to those. There is a process of grief and loss that comes along with our healing journey. But finding ways to transmute those negative emotions, those negative feelings into ones that promote appreciation for our ability to evolve will help us to let go more easily of what no longer serves us. We are all meant to grow and evolve. Life is a journey and we will continue to grow. So be open to growing and changing and letting go of the things that no longer serve you so that you can make room for the things that do. Until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. 
By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.